I thought about what I was going to preach, you know, and I'm sure good preachers have known what they're going to preach this weekend, probably a month ago. I preached the first message Friday, and I won't know until about 6 o'clock. I'll have four or five outlines in my Bible still, and I usually should open it up and take out one. It wouldn't work for everybody. But if God doesn't speak through me, it's just fun and games anyway. That's all it is. I taught this lesson here some time ago. Uh, didn't go very deep in it. But the question is, is, have you been planted by the Lord? That means, did God add you here? See, there were some who came since I've been here but when the things didn't go the way they thought it would, they would walk out. And some people walk out and still stay in, if you know what I mean. If I did what I really thought needed to be done, everybody put the <coughs> telephones in a bag somewhere until church was over. But if you got a lot of sickness, you can't do that. But if you're here because you know that God puts you here, that he saved you and he planted you at Ammon Road Baptist Church, and it was by the Lord, you're going to have some blessings in your life. What the Lord does in adding to his local church, according to Psalms 92 and verse 13. Psalms 92 and verse uh, 13. You know, uh, the the Lord does the planning or the saving and He adds you to the church that he wants you where you fit in. But in this uh, chapter and verse in 13, those that he planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean they won't mess up from time to time. I probably get mad as often as anybody. But God also gave me self-restraint. And I don't uh, show it. The only person could tell when I was mad was my wife. She promised she would never tell on me. It's it's not anything wrong with getting upset. It's bad to stay upset. Because whatever happened to you today, God knew about it. And he could have stopped it, but he didn't. Why? I don't know why. But I'm telling you one thing. That's that's why the judgment seat of Christ is so precious. You'll know that day. Now, I realize I'm one of very 
few people in at least the state of Kentucky that believes that we're going to give an answer for everything we do, ever said or think. But God's word backs me up, so I don't worry about the other. But there are many ways a man may become a member of a local New Testament Baptist church, but there is only one right way. You may join because it's your duty. You may join to conceal your guilt. You may join to get financial aid. You may join to gain a social standing. The right way is to let the Lord add you. You know what Acts 2.47? The Lord added to the church those that should be saved. He adds to the church. You know, we, when God adds you, you'll stick. You'll stay. You want to be used. True members of a local church, New Testament church, are a select group. They are a select group. They are those that have been planted. I try to tell young people, I was no different with my granddaughter and her husband. God, if God is in this marriage, God join y'all together. That's just a fact. But the day in which we live in, there's many reasons why young people want to get married, and love is the least of it, in my opinion. There are those that have been planted. The first church that Jesus began with chose a group. You remember that? Those with me in John. Thank you, my memory served me correctly around the 15th chapter. Uh, John 15. Yes. That's to look at verse 16. God said here, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you, that ye love one another. If the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If he were of the world. There are some people everywhere that I've been. Not only me, you too. You know, they, people don't like you. They don't know you. They dislike you because you remind them of what Jesus Christ did in your life. And they haven't accepted that. So the only way they can live with themselves is to say something about it or ignore you or give you a funny face. But when a member can leave the house, our Lord, and stay gone, that's right, the Lord did not add him. Do you think if Steve Hampton is saved, truly saved, 
You think he's going to be lost? No. I mean, God may move him to another church sometime. But God ain't going to move him out of a church into the world. Tell you that. But he permits it sometimes. But you usually don't like to ride back. When a member can leave the house of our Lord and stay gone, the Lord did not add him. You can disagree with me or whatever, but let's, let's look at 1 John. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 9. Look what God said here. 1 John chapter 2 verse 9. God said, He that saith he is the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. Now, there are people that I like better than others, don't you? There's people I like to be around, you know. There was a a local church, I could name the name, but to protect the innocent, I won't. There was three members of that church that, man, I would almost... Would take a whipping from mom and one of her switches to have to spend any time with them. But I was good to them because they professed to be saved. But God, not Brother Vane's, but God said here in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 9, you know, he that saith he is in the light and hate of his brother is in darkness even until now. now You've got to get the meaning of hate. If I hated Sister Jean, that means I want her gone. Get her on out of here, Lord. And I'm sure in our lifetime we have met some people like that for a little time we may think that. You know, and when you get refined, that means you've been saved a while. Lord, I don't want anything to happen to sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so, but Lord, if you find a place for her somewhere else, mm-hmm, be sweet. Because there's some people we just can't deal with. And you better admit that because it's facts. This local chosen group is the only one that can show forth his praises. I mean, I, there are so many ways to know whether somebody is really, truly saved without, I mean, it's just there. I've never went up to anybody and said, you ain't saved, you're lost, you know. You don't smile right, you don't look right. I said, no, 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 no. I can't see their heart. I don't know what's in the heart. But when you look at First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, here, First Peter, First Peter chapter two. I was in Second Peter, so we'll get on back where we supposed to be. Here it is, First Peter uh, chapter two and verse nine. Uh, God says, uh, "But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people." 
that he's to show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness. Did what? Called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I mean, if you're truly saved and you fall in love with Jesus Christ, if you were doing whatever you were doing before God saved you, if it was wrong in time, if not immediately, and some people take a little longer, they will leave that life. I don't believe that everybody that is saved, I, I know some, some guys that, that, you know, they drank all their life and they were saved in their late 50s. They had a hard time giving that booze up. But they did. Slowly, they did. I mean, we all don't have the same willpower. But a better definition of that, we're not all at the same level of how far we are in trusting God's Word. Uh, they are something special to the Lord. I believe if you're faithful to the Lord, you're something special to Him. I really do. Let's see if we can find Deuteronomy. And for some reason, that's always a hard thanks to fifth, sixth book. Uh, but Deuteronomy chapter 7, let's <clears throat> look at that. Deuteronomy chapter 7, let's look around verse 6. God said here, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. Notice. Oh, that's good. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people. <clears throat> it bothers me when somebody says, I'm nothing special. Well, that ain't what God said. God said, The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because ye were more in number. So a, a church that's running 500 is better than a church running 40. Not according to the Bible. God judges us individually. He blesses us individually. He said, because ye were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of the people. There's going to be more Christians in heaven than there are sinners in hell because they're killing those little Christians before they have a chance to live. The abortions has been, you can take the Vietnam they had got to, to all the young men in the monuments that show 
what they did in their life. But the abortion number, it would take three of those. And they're doing it every day. The true members of a local New Testament church are members in a particular way. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians. When we look at God's word. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. God said here in verse 27, Are all the apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But covet earnestly the best gifts. And yet so I unto you a more excellent way. In other words, it would be better to follow the Lord than it would to speak in tongues even when it was lawful according to God's word. But Paul read it here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, 28, 29, 30. They have been planted. That's what Psalms 92, 13 tells us. You know, the Hebrew word for planted is a transplant. A transplant. We do a lot of transplanting. If you, we used to, in the garden, you know, we have a seed bed and then we would transplant those little seedlings into the garden. And when you put that little seedling the way we're supposed to be, the right distance apart and you know, then uh, you had a good crop of whatever you planted. But, you know, if it planted, your time, money, labor is firmly set in the house of God. I mean, the most, in, the most important thing to me in my life is God and his church. Me, uh, uh, we can uh, we can just do so much to help the people if they would come and they would listen. They'd be faithful. They applied themselves as God teaches them. You know, I may t- sit up here and teach something, and you don't know what I'm talking about. But if it's word of God, God said, "My word will not go void." And down the road, you're gonna see something happen and you'll remember a particular message. I don't remember all of it, but I remember the pastor bringing this out. Well, let's look and see what he says here in, in the book of Romans, chapter 6 and verse 22. Romans 6, verse 22. God said, But now being made free from sin... And become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness, and the end everlasting in life. 
Ain't that great? See, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know what my end holds. And that's more important to me than to know what tomorrow holds. Don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I know where I'm going when I die. And you listen to some of those songs, you know, I'm sitting there on the sunny side of the valley waiting for mom to come home. Uh, but quit dreaming. When you get in glory, all you want to see is the Lord Jesus Christ. I love that song. I want to scroll over heaven with you. It was one of... We never did dance out in public after we were married, but we would would dance a little bit at home. And that's one of the songs that we love to dance by. I want to scroll over heaven with you. Beautiful song. It says not scriptural, but it it is it, it's a pretty song, you know. I finally made it. So, if you have been planted, you are satisfied with the fatness of the Lord's house. See. You're satisfied. You may not agree, you know. I said, I didn't sit under Brother Bill too awful long, about a year and, year and nine months, I think. And in that year and nine months, we didn't always agree. And some people notice that because uh, after Brother Al died, Sue said, you know, I never thought that you and Al had any difference at all because whenever y'all was together, you was laughing and smiling and joking. I said, yeah, our difference was behind closed doors. Opinions. You don't want to put your opinions out there for the public. They don't know the background. You got it? They don't know the background. God knows the background. God knows what you're going to do before you do it. And I already prepared to bless you or take you to the woodshed according to how you do it. If planted, your happiness is that you can approach God. I won't ask you to answer, but I. Have you ever wanted to pray? No, you needed to pray, but man, I, Lord, I, I just don't feel like, like I'm worthy to approach your throne. You ever been there? Oh, come on, I have. But you know what, God? Without God, I would never be worthy. There's not a day in my life has I been good enough, blessed enough, happy enough to approach God by myself. You want to know why? This body is sinful. A little here, a little cut here. Because of sin. Sin in a body. God made this body perfect. The local house you are 
planted in as his untouched by human hands. See, this is the church house. It's not perfect. But when we unite with him, it's perfect. The local house you are planted on is you know, you're planted in his untouched by human hands. It is built by the Lord. I mean, you know, it's it's just hard to realize that, to understand that. And, you know, I just believe it most times when I don't have the ability to quite understand. But I accept it whether I can understand it or not. But if I don't understand something, I'll study it a long time before I'll preach on it. Because I want to know I'm going to have to stand before God and get a, uh, an answer to God, what I say. So God says here in Psalms 127, we're talking about the house, you know, that, uh, you know. So he tells us, you know, if you plant something, it takes time and money and labor and so if God has planted me in this house, then I have gave up some time being worthy to be a member here. I gave up some time studying before I feel that I can go before you and represent the Savior. And God says in Psalms 127 and, and verse 1, he said, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it, except the Lord keep the city, the watchman walks but in vain. You want to know what's wrong with Chicago? No room for God. No room for San Francisco, California for God. I mean, when men can walk the cities naked, Demons of hell. God said, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, and eat the bread of sorrow, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Those children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of thy womb is his reward. If you believe that God has planted you, empty your hands of self-pity and worldly pleasure and serve him. That's what God wants us to do. He said, I don't have anything. I don't have a ministry. Create one. Create one. You mean there's... You know, I've seen... First time I was in the nursing home over there was Monday. A lot of chatter, a lot of things going on. That's good. But what that nursing home needs is a, a good Bible study. 
got to win the triumph dance of the people. If you're going to talk to your enemy, you've got to win his confidence. God tells us, you know, that that's what we need to do. Notice about me in Ephesians. We're about finished here. In Ephesians chapter 2, God said here in verse, Ephesians 2, verse 21 and 22, He said, In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for habitation of God through the Spirit. This is where we grow. What does a child do when they grow? Don't they become more active? Huh? When a healthy child grows, they become happy. They become active. We got in our churches grown men and women that are still babies. They walk into the church, sit down, sing if they feel like it. Now feed me, Pastor. Good message. See you next time. That's why the church don't grow. You know, this is a little bit off, but it shows what I'm talking about. When I lived in Lawrenceburg, there was a little guy that had a little bitty shack, shack I'd call it, a little, you know, I mean, it was clean. It was nice. He sold hot dogs, brown beans, cornbread. That's all he served. And I mean, you couldn't pass that place from 11 to 2 that it wasn't full. Takeout. I mean, what's, what's better than a big old bowl of cornbread? I mean, you put some beans on that cornbread, too. But put those brown beans, put that cornbread on it, and it's chase it with a good chili dog. Oh man, your heart's saying, Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> but they kept coming back. He was feeding them. But people didn't go there unless they had an appetite. You know. People come to church because they're hungry. I need some spiritual help. I need a word from the Lord. And God said in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for by grace are we saved through faith. That's just God, you know. Not a work, please, any man should boast. Save people that are in good spiritual health. You can't preach too long. You can preach any subject as long as you're preaching. Because in that message, if I've done my job, and that is that I have studied and prayed and sometimes fasted over it, God's going to bless at least one. 
I will tell you the days in which we live in church. If one person leaves here on Sunday morning saying, Pastor, I was blessed, I've done a good job. Because that's what it's all about. This word will either bless you or it'll make you sad, unhappy. You know, so it's just we got to not take our eyes over what God can do. As I told a lady today on the phone, what do you need? She said, I, I need, I need to feel important. Volunteer in God's army. You mean that's all you told her? That's all I told her. Find you a good Baptist church that preaches the word of God. I said, I only know of one in this area, but you'd be welcome. And I'm sure there's some people who say, well, that's uh, bragging. No, it's not bragging. It's uh, spiritual boasting in the Lord. Don't boast about me. I boast about God. You know, and I had a couple of three people. You asked, what are you going to preach down in Alabama? I don't know. What? I don't know. But I know when I get there. But it's sort of like, you know, having a church meal here. You, all, you don't just have one dessert. But you look at it. feel good about it. Hey. Church in for some good preaching. Not because I'm preaching. Because of the word. Remember that. The word does it. Nothing else. Brother Steve, you dismiss us in word of prayer.